Welcome back to the Redeemer Radio Spring Sharathon. Um, I'm your host for the five o'clock hour. My name is Lisa Didier, and hopefully we're going to be catching some people on drive time. So um, that doesn't mean they can't pull over and and uh, make a donation. Um, we're going to start this hour uh, with a prayer um, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gracious risen Lord, we praise you for all the ways you reveal yourself to us, especially through Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street. Help us to take up the call of sharing your message of love to all those we encounter, as well as those consuming podcasts and other media. Please give us the courage, wisdom, opportunities, and resources needed to reach those who are not currently connected to you and your church. We entrust our mission to your perfect providence. In the name of Jesus, through Mother Mary, amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So we're in the studio with um, St. Mary, Mother of God. I guess I didn't know that was the full name of the the downtown uh, Fort Wayne Church. Um, and I'm going to let you gentlemen, I'm here with three men from the parish, and I'm going to let you introduce yourselves. You know what? We'll start on my left here. My name's Ken Yaney. I'm chair of the Finance Committee and the Bishop's Appeal and a few other things. My name is Eric Koenig. Um, been with St. Mary's, been at St. Mary's. Oh, about eight or ten years now, and uh, I've been put in charge with our 175th uh, Jubilee uh, celebration this year and serve on the parish council as well. Great. And my name is Mike Rorick. I'm the CFO here at Redeemer Radio. I've been a parish member at St. Mary's Mother of God for about 20 years now, and I also sit on the finance committee. Okay, so I'm here with some money managers, which... My husband's one of those, so I'll be should be pretty comfortable with that. So speaking of money, let's go ahead and get it um, get the number out there for this hour. Um, you can donate over the phone uh, by calling 260-436-9598. You can also text the word "give" to that same number 260-436-9598. A little tidbit of information: put your name on there. I texted earlier, actually yesterday, and they said what's your name so text your amount your generous amount and your name and they'll get back with you um, you can also uh, donate online at redeemerradio.com um, so uh, Eric talked about the 175th um, Jubilee year of St. Mary's and of course that would be the original church which was how many churches ago four churches ago okay four. so I was talking with these gentlemen um, in the uh, outside the studio and I had never been to St. Mary's downtown in my whole life born and raised in Fort Wayne um, I'm a convert so maybe that's part of my excuse and so I stopped I was downtown yesterday and I stopped in and I was it was remarkable and I left there with a palpable feeling that the Holy Spirit's doing amazing work there um, and in the I don't know if you call it the gathering space there a uh, lot of just it's almost like a museum um, a lot of just historical information my one thing that I did not know is that the cathedral was first called you all know what the cathedral St. Augustine's St. Augustine's I didn't know that mm -hmm. and the church um, rose up out of the German immigrants that wanted to have their own um, church with their own culture and heritage and they processed from, at the time, St. Augustine's. I don't know what year that was. 1848. Thank you. There we go. We have our own historian. He's good with numbers. Um, and processed and started the um, St. Mary's Mother of God Parish. And that was during the time of the first bishop of Fort Wayne, which is Bishop Lewers. So there's your history lesson for today. Um, so, Eric, can you tell us a little bit about what you have 
in store. When did your Jubilee year start? Was it a January kickoff? Yeah, we, uh, we kicked off in January after the Christmas holiday um, and kicked off with a pronouncement at Mass and a, a revealing of a couple of banners and signs that we put outside. And so we're going to kind of have an all-year celebration culminating with uh, a Mass uh, with uh, Bishop Rhodes on October 1st followed by uh, a formal dinner inviting all our parishioners. Okay, and what, do you know how many parishioners are at, you know, formal par parishioners registered? Does anyone have any idea? Because it's not a particularly large church, and we'll talk about why that is. Um, it's approximately 245 families. Okay, and Mike, you've been there how many years? Um, I've been there just a little bit over 20 years. There. Okay, yes. and you don't I don't imagine you live downtown no actually I live I live in New Haven and uh, I was born and raised at St. John's New Haven mm -hmm. and uh, interesting story how I got there um, I have one son uh, married late in life I was 40 when I got married and uh, he was, my son was baptized there by a, an Irish visiting priest and it really he just really grew to love the priests that were there and as uh, and I understand why they do it, but the bishop always changes priests out after a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, they changed priests there, and it only took a couple weeks, and he was about six at that time. And it was just a battle to get him to go. Hmm. And I'm thinking, I've always been one that I can outweigh a priest. No, they're going to move him. And I don't necessarily go to church just because of the priest. I go to, right. to spend time with the Lord. But... Um, when I saw that, it was like, well, if it's this way at six, what's he going to be like in a teenager? So I, we started looking around, and we found St. Mary's. It, and at that time, Father Tom O'Connor was still there, and, uh, and and Aaron just fell in love with him, and it, it, it worked out real well. Been there ever since, uh, and obviously Father Tom passed away. And when Father Phil came in, for some reason, him and Father Phil had made a, just a really great connection. In fact, he was one of the very few confirmant confirms that that asked Father Phil to stand for him and he did he stood for him to be confirmed oh wow and, yeah I, I always keep I kid him I said now you know with a priest standing for you for confirmation that's got to stick you know so, right yeah but, you gotta hope so yeah, you so. gotta hope so so how many years has it been that you've been at the parish uh, I think it's 21 now because yes it's 21 okay now. yeah and so you had mentioned in your um, introduction that you are the CFO of Redeemer Radio. Yes. A little bird told me you might be coming up on a five-year anniversary this August. With five the... years in August, okay. yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, can you talk just a little bit about maybe some changes that you've seen at Redeemer Radio over the last five years? Not just finances. No, actually, there's been a lot of changes. When I came here, Redeemer Radio was more or less uh, two local radio stations covering both sides of the diocese. Which is, a, which is what we were designed to do, and we did a very good job of it. Um, but what, what has happened in the interim, and especially in the, in the last five to ten years, is uh, listenership for the young. And we're talking about 18 to 35. They don't listen to radio anymore. They're on podcasts. They're on social media. They're on all these devices 24-7. And the other part of it is studies have been done by the Catholic Church that shows that fully... 75% of all of the confirmed Catholics, 18 to 35, self-identify as either either non-believers or fallen away. Unaffiliated. Or unaffiliated. Nuns, all those they kind call of, them, yeah, right. Nuns, they're called. Um, so 
at that point we, we, we decided that we really wanted to try to go towards that side and go where they are, which is in social media and podcasting and things like that. Right. So we, we have the radio stations and we still use those uh, uh, extensively, but we also now have the social media side with, with a podcast network. Um, we do, we, we, we gather up authentically Catholic podcasts and we edit them. We, we are at this point also putting them into what we call pod blocks. So for terrestrial radio, they have to hit the hour blocks and we're putting those out and we're gonna offer those to Catholic radio stations all over the country for free, just to get a different tone and voice out there than what we right. have Right, that's so important to meet the needs of those who, well, really the, the sheep, you know, you're kind of putting mm -hmm. that um, as uh, Pope Francis said, the smell of the sheep, which is those podcasts. And let me tell you, I do some podcast um, listening on behalf of Redeemer Radio. Miriam will send me some podcasts, which I'm behind on some. I, she's probably like looking me down. Um, and listen to them. They don't. There's there's a lot of podcasts on there. There's a lot in the stratosphere of podcasts, and they're very um, picky, very intentional about what makes it on air. Um, so, um, and now you've said you're the CFO, and I, I mentioned before we came on, asked them what they wanted to talk about, and of course, Mike he wants to talk about making money for Redeemer Radio. So the goal for this spring Shareathon is three hundred thousand dollars, and that's just for the six month budget yes. for now for for the next six months so um how are we going to get there um we're going to get calls um so if you're listening um to the spring share on redeemer radio or on online um at redeemerradio.com you can call or text um let's see i should have this number memorized by now um 436-9598 um, call or text, or you can go on RedeemerRadio.com, or there's a Redeemer Radio Redeemer Radio app, which I guess I'm not super familiar with, but certainly there's people out there. Hopefully the young ones are, are listening to that. Okay, so we're going to talk to Ken a little bit now. Your were telling me earlier about the soup kitchen, which and the design of the new church really informed, or the, I should say, the soup kitchen really informed the design of the the new church and and the space. If, so can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Lisa, just a, kind of an interesting story going back in 1986 in the old church when Father Tom was there. It was in it was falling into disrepair. Plaster was falling. We had to rope off areas. The stained glass windows were in danger of falling off. Father Tom said, wow. we're going to fix this place or we're going to close it. We chose to fix it. We started a campaign in 86. Worked so well, we started another one in 92. And in 95, we raised hundreds of thousands of dollars and repaired that facility. In the summer of 1993, Father Tom approached me and he said, we need to relocate the soup kitchen, he said, and it's gonna cost a lot of money. We need to get the renovation committee back together and start this program and somehow figure a way to move the soup kitchen but keep it on our property. He said, but don't convene the committee until after Labor Day, the Friday before Labor Day, the Thursday before Labor Day, the church burned down. What started that fire? It was a lightning strike. Oh. Father Tom and I, the next day. <laughs> There's a little bit, that's kind of humorous or I ironic or something, I don't know. Well, the humor is the next day, I met Father Tom in the parking lot and he said, 
I need, uh, I need to go back and talk to the state fire marshal to find out the cause. He said, will you walk with, the, with me? We walked down the alley to meet the state fire marshal, and Father Tom just nodded toward the, the ruins, which were still smoking, and he was referring to the fact that we needed to relocate the soup kitchen, and his comment was, I guess God has solved our problem. Right. And we had, I mean, here are two people going down the alley. Their church has just burned down, and we're laughing. Right. You're praising God, like, kitchen. of just the happy accidents, I guess exactly. you might call it and that. And so we had the opportunity to build a facility that is functional, that includes a 5,000-square-foot squ- soup kitchen that feeds an average of... 300 people a day, every day that come to the window. Yesterday there were 300 people a day. Yesterday we had 365 people. Some of these people obviously are taking food home to their families, so we're actually feeding more than that. But that's the amount of, of the number of people that we see there day in and day out, seven days a week. We're open. Seven days a week. Yes. And I'm sure that takes quite a bit to staff that. that soup kitchen is it a it's, commercial kitchen it's it's yes it it is we have uh we have state-of-the-art a state-of-the-art facility uh, we have mostly volunteers we do have one person that's in charge diane day who does a super job in charge of making the soup we have 15 different kinds of soup people love chili chicken noodle <laughs> ham and bean you can right is it just soup or is there other uh, it's other it's sandwiches? in addition to soup we also give milk out um, three times a week, sweets twice a week. We have a truck that goes around and gets donations from a number of merchants around the city. I, I hesitate to name one for fear I'm missing right, a right. bunch of them, but there are a bunch of them that we get bread from, um, other products that are donated. What's not donated, we purchase. Um, and of course, obviously, those. Uh, costs have gone up dramatically, just like everybody's grocery and gas right. bill, and so we're seeing a lot more, um, a lot of costs, much greater costs than ever before. I can imagine. And you um, survive on donations, I would imagine. Donations and community community involvement. It's all we don't get any tax money. We get some money from foundations as a result of grants, but most of the money comes in. Uh, we send out a letter to 6,000 of our closest friends once a year and ask for donations and get significant donations in that fashion, people who have given to the soup kitchen in the past. Well, it's a it's a generous community that supports something that is really a, a huge need in Fort Wayne that's being met by the, the parish. Um, so during this St. Mary Mother of God hour, we do have a goal. we got to keep remembering that we're talking about Redeemer Radio. We've got a goal of $4,000, and we have a dollar-for-dollar match. So every um, donation that's made, if you donate 20, that becomes 40. Um, I have to say that a $15 donation gets you a really great travel mug. I understand they fit in a cup holder. They're dishwasher safe. You know, they hit all the all the good feels about a, a travel mug. Um, and there's a little kind of a special deal going on um, this share this for the spring share If you donate $300, um, you get to be in a drawing, uh, one entry per person um, for the trip to the Holy, An- Holy Land with Father Tom Shoemaker. That's in October. So a $300 donation, a one-time donation, or a $25 a month uh, for a year gets you in that drawing 
do you know, Mike, when they're going to draw the name on that? The drawing will be the first of this coming month, so it'll be okay. May 1st we'll draw. Okay, so they're waiting yes. for all those donations all to donations come in. And we will take the donations all the way up till the first of the month, Okay. and then we'll uh, we'll have the drawing. Okay, so we're up to $600 right now. We've got a $4,000 um, goal, so we've got, we're just getting started, but um, thank you to Andre and Maxine Stovall. Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. They yeah. made a pledge. Thank you, um, Andre and Maxine. Um, so please call 436-9598 or text that same number to make your donation. Um, when you text, just um, have the name Give on there, or you can go to RedeemerRadio.com or the Redeemer Radio app. Um, so, yeah, that Holy Land trip, I don't, sounds pretty amazing. And one of the things with the Holy Land trip that um, I know we're here to raise money for the other part, but um, we as Redeemer Radio, we've always done what we call odysseys, which are is pilgrimages. Um, and we discontinued that just a couple months before before we uh, we had the COVID. Um, we've decided to start it up again this fall. And we are sponsoring the one with Father Tom that goes to the Holy Land. That's October 2nd through the, the 12th. And we still have, there's 48 paid uh, total will go, and we still have about 12 available yet. So, okay. Um, if anybody wants any information, you can call that same number you just gave out, uh, 260 436 9598. <laughs> You've and, got it memorized. Uh, and just tell them that you, you'd like to have a call back, and I can take care of it for you. So, um, I see the different places they're going to be stopping, and I can pronounce a lot of them it's the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, uh, the Mount of the Beatitudes, Caesarea Philippi, Mount Tabor. Mm, I'm going to skip that one. Jerusalem and Bethlehem and more. It sounds like really, a, a, I don't want to say fast-paced trip, but when you do go to the yes. Holy Land, there's so much to see. You really need to, you know, have your time planned out well. Absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, Father Tom would be an amazing guide. And I'm assuming they'll probably have daily mass and some rosaries. Daily mass, and uh, and yes, daily mass and daily worship. Uh one of the and one of the things that intrigued me in this, when we're in Bethlehem, they will have what they call dinner with a family. So they'll take six of each travelers, and you'll actually have a home cooked meal inside of the home of the the residents there, and they guarantee that you'll have one English speaking person, and you can talk all evening about how they live, how we live, how everything. But it's a home cooked meal by them, and I just thought that was really intriguing. So you say we? Are you going? Yes, I am. Oh, going. you are. Oh, well, That's great. Um, I'm I'm helping put it together, and the way it works is is we're going to sponsor uh, four uh, local uh, of our employees will be going with it to help okay. on right. It together. Yeah, Father Tom so. can't do it all. No, he needs no, some he some uh, companions, some cohorts to be helping him out here. Um, okay, one other thing I wanted to touch on is you were telling me about um, the scholarship fund that St. Mary's has for is it um, Bishop Bluer students? No, it's for all, it's for anybody that needs tuition assistance. Okay, specifically we, for Catholic schools. For Catholic yes. schools okay. only. Okay. Uh, we go through the the need of the individual, the family, talk to them, emphasize that um, the importance of Catholic education that we we believe and um, and then we provide money that uh, that has come in to the soup kitchen. We have a number of other programs in addition to the soup kitchen that we support on our, uh, in addition to our scholarship program. We have a Christmas box program that helps people when 
uh, during the Christmas holidays when a lot of soup kitchens and food pantries are shut down to give their um, volunteers a well-deserved rest. We put together uh, a box of food. Uh, we have donations of thousands and thousands of canned goods that the high school students mm -hmm. throughout Fort I've Wayne. I've seen those can drives. They get yeah, interesting sometimes. They do. And, uh, and we provide um, a choice of a full ham or a turkey, a bag of potatoes, and, you know, the, the staples, right. peanut butter, jelly, noodles, Right, get and them so through on. the holidays. So, and that's to over 600 families um, wow. that, that's given out. Um, we have a Thanksgiving Day dinner, and then, of course, we have our Ave Maria house that uh, serves as a respite for the homeless and the marginalized during the day when the, when the soup kitchen is open, just to give them a place to go. Okay. They can go get a meal and come They can go get a meal at the soup kitchen, come across and, and, and relax, uh, maybe take a shower, maybe wash their clothes, maybe even uh, um, look at the classifieds, try and get a job. Okay. So it's just a, it's just an extension of our soup kitchen. Yeah, that's fantastic. It, it, there's just so much need in Fort Wayne, and I know that um, we recently did a tour of the St. Vincent de Paul thrift store. Who they've been there 75 years, and so many of the thrift stores have moved out of the Fort Wayne, like the downtown area, and they had wondered, you know, do we do what the others are doing and go out into the suburbs? Or do we stick around for another 75 years? And so the, they've got a big capital campaign um, that they're also embarking on. So there's just, it really takes, you know, the community to be fully involved in, and uh, invested in into the needs of our community. Okay, we're up to $1,010. We're a quarter of the way there, but we're almost half the way done. So we need to... Uh, ramp this up a little bit. Call in a pledge at 436-9598. If you've ever had a family member helped by the soup kitchen, if you've ever volunteered at the soup kitchen, um, if you wanted to learn more about the soup kitchen, there's a lot if you're driving by the soup kitchen on your way home tonight. Um, we're going to take a break here. We're at the bottom of the hour. Um, and you're listening to the Spring share on Redeemer Radio with St. Mary, Mother of God. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's share on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. 
On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio. We recently received notice that, within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process, but we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. Welcome back to the Redeemer Radio Spring share I'm your host, Lisa Didier, and I'm here with a few gentlemen from St. Mary's Mother of God, um, downtown Fort Wayne. Um, we were just talking about how St. Mary's Soup Kitchen and... Um, scholarship fund and they and just so the christmas boxes just you really are are uh, making an impact in in fort wayne and really serving the needs of of our community um so i just wanted to talk a little bit about you know what are some of the needs of the listeners of the redeemer radio oftentimes um when we thank donors for their donations we ask them what their prayer requests are um and more often than not, it's their children and grandchildren who've fallen away from the church, which, you know, I'm a mother of six. I'm not um, spared from that um, pain. Um, and you coupled with that with the fact that 80% of those young people, 34 and under, are listening to podcasts. They're not listening to my, use the term terrestrial radio. I learned that by serving on the board. I didn't know what that meant. All I knew was extraterrestrial. So that just means kind of like you're, 
in like, the airwaves. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. and so podcasts serve a, a growing need or a growing. Um, this is kind of an emerging area of uh, entertainment or media consumption, and Redeemer Radio realized that that was the you know the new evangelization. You can't continue to do the old thing and expect the same results, especially when. Um, your audience is changing, growing in age, and, and you've got to really um, meet the needs of the, the people who are really searching or those that don't know that they're searching yet. And so that's, I think, how Spoke Street was born, was um, looking to make that change. And in our society right now that's so adrift, um, Spoke Street has such great content that really does invite. And... Um, doesn't shove it down your throat it's like meets people where they're at and whether you're listening in the car or you know you think i want that that was a great host i want to hear more of what they have to say you can go on redeemerradio.com and and learn more about the podcast that you were listening to um so uh, but that's not inexpensive podcasting uh is an expensive endeavor and uh we've got uh three $300,000 that we need to raise um, to keep Redeemer Radio on the air. We're completely listener supported. A lot of people think maybe we're part of the diocese or um, get money from the diocese and it, we're listener supported. So we really need the listeners to call in uh, 260-436-9598. If you were on your drive home and you made it home and you listen to us, when you get inside, uh, text um, that same number, 436-9598. Text the word give or go online, RedeemerRadio.com. If you're still driving home and you're listening when you get home you know you can still make the pledge to the saint mary mother of god hour even if it's after six o'clock so right now we're at fourteen hundred and ten dollars we're um on our way to a four thousand dollar um goal we have a dollar for dollar match so every dollar that you give is going to be doubled um that's fantastic we want to thank eric for his pledge also Oh, these last names, Pam and Patrick. Matori. Matori, okay. Oh, great, we're now up to $1,800, and thanks to Sean O'Connor for his pledge. Um, so we're we're chipping away at it, but we've got a ways to go. So um, we really just encourage, um, you know, the work that is being done at St. Mary's is kind of mirrored, mirrored with the work that is being done, just meeting the needs of of. People who are, whether they're physically hungry or spiritually hungry. So um, we kind of have a, a shared goal with that in mind. Um, so I wanted to talk just a little bit more about the 175th um, Jubilee, which how many churches in Fort Wayne can say they've had one of those? That I do not know. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't Probably not know. many. Well, the cathedral or yep. what was St. Augustine's, we talked about that. Um, the cathedral probably. Um, so that's really monumental and i saw i like to do a little bit of research and so i pulled up your bulletin um and i see that you've got a block party so i'm curious when you're a downtown kind of landlocked church what block do you party on well we're partying on our own block okay uh, <laughs> and we'll be going around uh to the neighborhood um introducing ourselves letting people know what saint mary's is that we're here for them with our programs like the soup kitchen and like the Ave Maria house and and the Christmas box program that Ken already mentioned and we're just going to have kind of a celebration right now it's scheduled for for August 1st um, it's the first time in a while we've held anything this size so we're gonna gonna start small but we're hoping it it grows year every year over year and we'll just 
try to uh, make sure pe- people know that we're there. Will you have food? Like, what's what consists of a block party? Oh, there'll be f- there'll be food. There'll be entertainment. We've got a parishioner that's already volunteered to DJ for us. You know, oh, nice. have things for the kids and um, and it should be an overall good time. But the it, planning is in is in the works right now. And and you have really homes that are right to the what would that be the south and the east. Yeah, so the yeah. block party will be kind of like a neighborhood block party. It's yes. really that that's great. That, that's which the idea. Yep. Chances are those blocks aren't putting on block parties, you know. So this is something that the kids I think would absolutely love. Um I also saw that you're doing something called the history project. And it looks like maybe every month somebody contributes to this history project who, who can yeah. tell me a little bit more about that well i'll i'll introduce it and maybe ken can tell you a little more but we've 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 formalized our history we've got documentation and have even written um, small pamphlets and books in the past on the history of saint mary's but uh, we have a, a committee together and they're soliciting stories or remembrances of other of uh, parishioners um, and they're giving us their take on our ministries and our church and and what they remember and 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 so we're getting contributions um, every few weeks, which we're putting on our website, stmarysfw.org, for people to check out. And Ken's part of that committee, if he cares to add anything to it. Certainly, Eric. Um, the Going back to the history of St. Mary's, Father Larson came there in the 60s. He recognized that the German constituency that created St. Mary's was long gone. Okay. He said, this is an inner city church. We need to address the needs of the inner city. He started a, a mission school, which eventually morphed into the Martin Luther King Montessori School, which actually was held on St. Mary's property for a year, for, for a number of years, and then uh, when the mission school closed, it moved off. But he focused on the inner city, on meeting the needs of the inner city. Father O'Connor came in, and he increased that emphasis, helping the poor, helping our neighborhood. We actually went out into the neighborhood, knocked on doors in the in an area that most people would not even venture into, introduced ourselves, and like Eric said, we told them about the soup kitchen. We told them about our, our various programs and welcomed them to come to St. Mary's. And and the conversations that we had with those people, all of whom opened their doors and welcomed us warmly. I mean, it was it was really impressive to see that. And that's what we that's what we're trying to do is to reach out into our neighborhood, to reach out to the poor in need. And um, you know, we have like you said, a shared mission in a sense. Um, I had a conversation a number of years ago with my older brother, who actually was a former, former seminarian and, um, and sort of turned his back on the church when he left the seminary. But he said to me one time, I don't go to church anymore because all they do is ask for money. And my comment to him was, you can't feed the poor on good intentions. Mm-hmm. And it just occurred to me, you know, we're asking for money, uh, both for Redeemer Radio, to continue to broadcast the tenets of the Catholic faith to people. And at the same time, of course, we're also asking for money for the soup kitchen to help us continue to meet the needs of the poor. And people say, well, you know, why do you do this? Well, to me, 
and I think my my colleagues would agree, we do it because the gospel makes it very clear. You know, read uh, read Luke's gospel of tenth uh, chapter of Luke's gospel that talks about the Good Samaritan, and then Jesus lectures a lawyer of all people. <laughs> um, you go then and you do the same. You reach out to those people. And of course, in the familiar story of Matthew 25, the words of condemnation, condemnation are, amen, I say to you, what you did not do for the least of these my brothers and sisters, you did not do for me. Very simple, direct mm -hmm. um, response to our, our responsibility. And, and so whether it's a matter of Redeemer Radio reaching out to the people that, that, that need to hear about the Catholic Church or what we do in the soup kitchen, it's really, it's really a part of the same thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's bearing witness. And today's gospel talked about um, testifying that God was trustworthy. It's, it was... Um, yeah, I, I had never really heard that, the testifying that God is trustworthy. And I think the soup kitchen shows people that, you know, those people that love God and w do the work of God are trustworthy and want to help. And that I find that Redeemer Radio, the Spoke Street podcast, feel very trustworthy. Um, no one's trying to, you know, cajole you or shove something down your throat. They really are welcoming. And I think that's where the trust begins. Um, so to support the mission of Redeemer Radio, um, we really need your help this hour. Uh, we're not quite, well, we're just a little over halfway to the um, St. Mary's Mother of God, our goal of $4,000. So call 260-436-958 or text that same number, 436-9598. Text the word give, or you can go online to RedeemerRadio.com and also give that way. I just want to remind you that um, every, well, not every, but each person's, one person's $300 pledge gets you into the drawing for the Holy Hour pilgrimage that's in October. Um, that's exciting. A $15, and that could even be broken up over the year with, what does that come down to? $25? $25 a month. $25 a month. And then the $15, uh, I was a little disappointed there weren't t-shirts this year, but then that makes you really want them the next year or whenever they come around. Um, my husband and I will get dressed, you know, on a weekend and sometimes we'll have the same shirt on, a, a Spoke Street shirt. Um, but a $15 pledge will get you the really cool, oh, it's right there, um, Redeemer Radio mug, which says, leave room for the Holy Spirit, which I believe was that Kyle's tagline. That yeah, it was one of the t-shirts that we had. Oh, yeah, there was that t-shirt. Right. I love that one. My kids don't like when I wear that one. Apparently, like, when you're hugging somebody, you're supposed to leave room for the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit so you don't get too close. And they're like, Mom... But I don't think that's what Kyle meant when he <laughs> said that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, um, let's see. Oh, the yeah, the pilgrimage is 11 days, not 11 hours. Did I say it was 11 hours? Yes. <laughs> that would be a really quick pilgrimage. You wouldn't even actually get over there, probably. Um, I'm assuming you're going to fly into Tel Aviv? Flying into Tel Aviv, flying out of O'Hara. Okay, and, so uh, everyone will meet up at O'Hare. No, actually, we'll have a bus service from Fort okay. Wayne and South Bend to directly to O'Hare and back. So okay, okay. You just have to meet up someplace in this area, and uh, okay. we'll have a bus service there. That'll be a long flight. and One day. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's going to be, and there's some jet lag yeah, involved. There's a day of travel each way, and then it's uh, nine days on the ground. Okay, and are meals included in that? All meals are included. How yes, about a little bit of wine? Is that included? Uh, I'm not sure about okay. that, but I think so. <laughs> 
There's usually a little bit of wine in each one of those meals. So. Okay. Oh, apparently I said it was a holy hour. I don't know. I guess I'm getting a little mixed up here. So, um, okay. Well, I wanted to talk just a little. I, I'm just really uh, fascinated with this 175th year anniversary. Yeah. I don't. Uh, is there anything else that we're kind of leaving out? Yeah, we, we're having, uh, and we have had speakers. We're going to continue to have some throughout the year. Um, we've had a few people from the diocese. We've had Allison Strum, who came and talked to us about persons with disabilities. John Pratt, who is the director of youth and adult ministries, came and addressed the church for a little bit. And Elisa Everett, who was the director of ma- marriage and family, came mm-hmm. and addressed the church. And we're going to have, and those were small talks. We're going to have a larger events coming up May 21st, uh, which is a Sunday after our uh, morning service. We're going to have Dr. Timon Davis who is a professor from Loyola University in Chicago, and uh, she's a, she runs a counseling clinic with her husband that focuses on uh, counseling and spirituality and in the, in the faith. Does, um, does she, is there a youth component to that? I, I had a feeling yes. that there was like a, yeah, there a youth is. component. Um, there's more information you can find out about her on our website. We have um, links and more information that I'm giving you here. And it's St. St. Mary's FW.org. Okay, St. Mary's FW.org. And all our events are up there. Oh, we're going to thank, you know, don't blush. We're going to thank Mike Burrick for his pledge. Here he is. And uh, I believe Eric also made a pledge, so we want to thank you for that. And yep. so you're you're being met dollar for dollar. We're at 20 that, or 20, gosh, $2,430, which we're not, we're just almost about, we got another, what, $1,500 to go um, to meet our goal of 4,000 and St. Mary's has done better than 4,000 in years past. So we can do it. Sometimes people like to procrastinate and come in at the 11th hour. Well, uh, it's the five o'clock hour and it's time to make a pledge um, by calling 260-436-9598, texting the word give to uh, 436-958 or redeemerradio.com. Yeah, we can't do this what we're doing and what the um, intention of Spoke Street is, which is to meet people. Um, used to be able to have the mission statement roll off my tongue. Uh, let's see. What is it, Mike? You should know. I should know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we meet people where they're at. For and, sure. Yes. And, uh, it, it's always resonated with me because my, my, my wife is a hospice chaplain and I look at it like you meet somebody on the journey and you take their hand and you walk with them. Right. Um, you don't necessarily condemn them or, or anything like that, but you do try to teach them that there might be a better way. Right. Or just love so, them. Yes. Love. Absolutely. Like authentic love. Love Absolutely. them where they're at. I was um, listening to a talk last night um, from uh, Jason Shanks with the OSVI, um, OSVI, and he said that they did a study and the overwhelming need, or I would say um, symptom, was uh, loneliness or a sense of, you know, not belonging, um, which is huge, especially in this day and age of social media. Like I said, our, our society seems to be adrift, and it's just so beautiful to have a place where you can listen to truth is what it comes down to it's really just truth it's amplifying the voice of the father or the voice of the creator with um content that invites invites there you go we've had it (laughs) so um keep those pledges coming in 
every dollar that you donate this hour is being matched. So you're, you know, you're just, we're doubling down a $10 donation. Well, let's just say 15. You might as well get the mug becomes a $30 donation. When you donate to be, um, Included in the drawing for the holy hour, that $300 donation becomes a 600 Holy land. Thank you. Gosh, I think I need to make a holy hour. I got something on my mind. Um, The the, uh, 11-day holy land pilgrimage, the $300, you get an entry into that, or $25 over the year, uh, $25 monthly, that becomes a $600 donation. So... Um, that's just, well, let's not leave money on the table. There's, uh, I think, what, $2,000 that's being put up for yes. the match. So yes. we're leaving some money on the table. We don't want to do that. So uh, get those pledges coming in, 260-438-9598, or text the word GIVE, 436-9598, uh, or RedeemerRadio.com, or the Redeemer Radio app. Um, so let's see. We talked about the, uh, was there anything else you gentlemen still wanted to talk about? There- we have one more event okay. that I'd like to mention. September sure. 21st, which is a Thursday evening, we have Dr. Ray Garendi coming in to speak to us. And he's from uh, Canton, Ohio. He's a, he's a psychologist, uh, adopted father of, or adopted 10 kids, and uh, is also a radio host. And he'll come in and give us a, a good talk. Yeah. On uh, Thursday, September yeah, 21st. Yeah, he's a dynamic speaker. Yeah, definitely. So you've got a lot of things coming up for not just your parishioners, but I would imagine the whole community. Yeah, everyone's welcome, yes. Right. That's great. That's great. And then the the Bishop's um, Jubilee Mass is going to be? October 1st. October 1st. And then does that wrap up the Jubilee celebration, year of celebration? Yes. Okay. And then mm-hmm. how large is You have a committee, I would imagine, that... Yeah, we have a, a committee and then many small committees. So okay. um, we have a, a main jubilee committee, which is just four people, and then but we have volunteers across the board doing everything from outreach to uh, media to the history project that we talked about earlier. The block party is another committee. So um, we <laughs> we stretch uh, we stretch our parishioners, but. But I think, you know, they understand that when they come to St. Mary's and see how we serve people and how we reach out to the community, you know, people don't have a problem volunteering their time right. and their They're, and They their know what the deal is. When you're at St. Mary's, you're not just in the pews. You're um, in action. Yeah, and faith in action. Right. Igniting that, faith in action is our theme. Yeah, that's a, that's makes for a really beautiful community. It's not just a matter of convenience because probably a lot of your parishioners aren't you know, in the, I mean, are there even boundaries for St. Mary's? No, no. I would think there's very few people from the neighborhood. Right. So yeah. it is a, a labor of love. I mean, it really Absolutely. is. You are looking to um, really live out your, your Christian faith, your Catholic faith. Okay. We're up to um, over $3,000. We broke the $3,000 mark. We've got eight minutes to go to get to our $4,000 goal. Thanks to Marisol Martinez Koenig for the pledge. We appreciate it. Um, keep them coming in. We love to share the names of those who are helping with our our um, Sherathon this spring. And I, you know, you talked about so many volunteers that make things work at at St. Mary's. Same thing for Redeemer Radio. We've got volunteers bringing in food um, because everyone. I think when you have a 
something going on. The volunteers like to have some good foods. We've got people, you know, behind the um, computers. we got people behind the microphones. Um, it really does take an entire, you know, community. Um, and I can't go without saying, now, we're doing bocce this year, correct? Yes, yes. And is it going to be at Bishop Dwenger again? No, it's going to be at, at uh, St. Francis this Oh, year. it's back at St. Francis. Back at St. Francis, That yes. was a good time as a former... Uh, champion, I can tell everyone it's a great time. That's a great way for Redeemer Radio to make some money, um, have a great time. Um, but today, we're raising money with donations. So uh, please, if you've made it home from your drive home, or you're just listening at home, uh, listening online, we need to get to that $4,000 mark. We've only got about another, what, $900 to go, uh, which is really only $450. I can do that math um, because every dollar is being matched. Um, we just have like a few minutes. So let's come in under the wire. Please call 260-436-9598. Text GIVE to 436-9598 or RedeemerRadio.com. Um, yeah, it just, I've really learned a lot by visiting St. Mary's today, listening to your stories about St. Mary's. It's something that I, I grew up on the south side of town. I was a convert. Um, I guess I am a convert. And I just really didn't know anything about the parish. I knew there was a soup kitchen, but I certainly didn't know about, I didn't even know you were having 175th Jubilee year. It's kind of interesting You as you approach the um, church, you have a picture of how it is today, and the picture of it says no photo. There's no, there was no, there's no photo of the first church which was built in what year? You know, 1848. 1848. So not even a sketch. We have a sketch. The, That's oh, a sketch. Oh, that is yeah. a sketch. And it, okay. it, it only lasted for ten years, and they decided, well, we need a bigger, we need a bigger church, and that was built in 1858. And then it was destroyed in 18, I think it was 1885, by a boiler explosion that destroyed, completely destroyed wow. the church. And then, of course, the fire in 1993 just destroyed, you know, really the uh, the third church there. So this is the fourth church. And, and, like, and that rebuilt in five years. Yes. The church, the current church was from 19... 93 to 1998 was when and, that opened up. And a good, up. a good part of that time was we didn't really know for some period of time wh whether we would have insurance money. Mm. We did not know about the insurance money. And we did use uh, about half the money that we received from insurance. The other half went to the Heritage Fund, uh, which that again, again came from the insurance mm -hmm. money earmarked for St. Mary's. And that fund provides... Um, um, funding throughout the diocese for things that the church needs that helps the poor. Okay. That's the purpose of the Heritage Fund that's set up. Wow. So, Well, I don't have a final tally, but we're getting close to the end of our hour. Mike, do you want to make a final plea? Sure. You're the finance guy. I'm the finance guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And, and I just want to remind people that, that this uh, Spring Share-a-thon actually only covers about 70% of our first six months of the year. Balance of it's covered by underwriting and uh, advertising, and uh, we are, uh, things are just getting more and more expensive every year. Uh, so anything you can do for us would be appreciated. And again, the number here is 260-436-9598. You can text uh, that same number. You can text the word GIVE and see if you can't push us over the $4,000. That'd be great. I know that, you know, these people are back here taking calls. 
It's got to be coming in. They're just, maybe they like to see us on pins and needles. I don't know. But if you want to make um, an impact for not just uh, today, but for generations, um, Redeemer Radio and the work they're doing um, really is you know, the next generation of yes. uh, Catholic um, information, knowledge, wisdom. Um, I know I learn a lot. Do you have a favorite podcast, Mike? Uh, actually, I'm I'm not a real big podcast person. Show when, or, yeah. when you when it comes to uh, to podcasts, I really love Doctor Doctor. It is good. Yes, it's a very good. I one. love um, Faith and Charity. There's just something about hearing Bishop Rhodes' voice. It's like. I'm a sheep, and my shepherd's calling my name. I love that one. That's on Wednesdays at noon. Dr. Doctor is Fridays um, at noon? Fridays, I believe we've moved to, I think it's at 1, but it's Fridays. Okay, yes. yeah, really good also, information. It also is uh, syndicated through EWTN. It is on yeah. EWTN two or three times a they week. They made it so. to the big time. They did. They, <laughs> they did. did. That is, and that is a local podcast we do. Yeah, so. we've got a couple yes. local yes. ones, uh, Truth and Charity, uh, kingdom builders right um there's a couple priests in the diocese that do uh after the homily okay yeah yeah, yeah. so those are yes. so redeemer radio even produces yes absolutely. Um, yeah it's it's not just um we don't just plug in there mm -hmm. there's production studios there's production costs so um last chance give your uh give us a call at 260-436-9598 make it a big one you might end up on a, a holy land pilgrimage um yeah just take a chance and or you can text the word give with your name um and your amount to 436-9598 or redeemer go to redeemerradio.com and the redeemer radio app and there's a lot of ways to give and you know each one of those gifts provides uh, content that speaks to the love of god to those who are seeking him and those who are not yet in our pews and um, the pandemic was not kind to the numbers in church and they're not always coming back i heard some pretty startling statistics last night so you know maybe we can meet them through the podcast on the airwaves um, we gotta just, we've gotta be the hands and feet and voices of Christ our Lord and, and, uh, bring them back, um, bring them back home. So we're finishing up our final hour, not a final hour. Uh, do we have another hour of this? Oh, we're finished. Okay. This is our final hour today. Thanks for joining us at the Redeemer Radio Share Spring Sharathon. And thank you to all those. We don't have a final number. We'll assume we, we made the goal. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us, and I believe we are out. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Sherathon on 106.3 FM, WRDF, Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM. WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that, that I was. 
people who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith, but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, and I've heard stories of this, of, of people who were just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio, and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while, started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught, and it challenged them. And they, you know, did research. They struggled. They wrestled with those, you know, topics or questions, and came to realize that they agreed with it. That they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think it's a. I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260-436-9598. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on share and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Sherathon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.